Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. This is Elder Jua, a fellow servant in Christ, Elder Jua of the Word Restores. Amen. Listen, the number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. And I want to talk to somebody who's got a grateful heart. Amen. A grateful heart. Because you see, there are times and seasons when we focus on giving thanks, when the whole world focuses on giving thanks, or when even in just in North America, we focus on giving thanks. And we give thanks with parties and dinners and gifts and with family and friends and fellowship. And it's really an awesome time. So the question is, though, are we giving thanks with a grateful heart? Or are we just going through the motions of tradition? Amen. Question. Amen. I need to talk to someone who's got a grateful heart. Because I want to know if we're giving thanks really with a grateful heart. Or are we just, you know, well, thank you. Thanks. Moving on. Amen. It's what we should say. Because, you see, we must remember that gratefulness is a state of thankfulness. We have to remember that it is a mental position or even if we want to call it a state of mind or a state of our heart. Not for a season, but as our minds and hearts are being renewed, it's forever. So what do we need to be forever grateful for? Amen. Mm, Praise the Lord. So with this in mind, let's search the scriptures together. And I pray that there is someone who's going to call and let me know what they're grateful for. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, God has been good to you and to me. He's been good to all of us. And sometimes we kind of forget to thank him. We forget this, this, this state of gratefulness. And I want us to recall it. I want us to get back to it because we know that we serve an awesome and a mighty God. And it is wonderful to be able to let him know, Lord, I am so thankful for you. Amen. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. I want to start with Psalm 107, and and of course it's Psalm 107 because it starts with what? Oh, give thanks. Amen. Psalm 107, and I'm going to read verse 1 and verse 32. 
And what I want to do is read it from today's New International Version. I'll read it also from the King James Version. Uh, Let me start with King James. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Verse 32, let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. And in today's New International Version, we read, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let them exalt him, verse 32, in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. Give thanks. Praise the Lord. It would be very helpful to read all of Psalm 107. Amen. It's a little bit long for us to do it here, but um, I think that once you, you know, once you, you start reading, it is, it is beautiful to just keep on reading. But from this scripture, we know exactly to whom thanks must be given, amen, to the Lord. There's no question about it because you see he's our creator, he's our redeemer, he's our love, he's our protector, he's our provider. There's so much more that we can say about him. Can we say that about anyone or anything else? No matter how close this person is, no matter how much you love this person, can you say the same about that person? Mm. You see, God uses people, places, and things to do the things for us for which we must be grateful. So he's using that person you love, amen, to do the things for you for which you must be grateful. But always remember, we can't misplace our gratefulness. This is not to say that we should not and must not thank those he has used, that we must not be grateful to them, but we must always keep in the forefront that had it not been for God, they could not have done anything. That is something for us to really sit back and think about. If it hadn't been for him, they would not have done anything, my Lord. And sometimes it's a hard pill for us to swallow. For some of us who are bound up, we might be bound up in our pride, amen. We do for others with the expectation that they would be forever grateful, that they will always be there for us because of what we did for them. Yeah, then they get disappointed when we, when we can't reciprocate. We can't. But God. Let's say it, but God, amen, your gratitude to him is never, 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 ever misplaced. As Psalm 84 and 11 reminds us, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly, whose walk is blameless. Amen. Hallelujah. That's Psalm 84 and 11. No good thing. But did you notice that we have a part to play? We must walk uprightly. Hallelujah. Let's contrast God's action with man's condition. Mm. In Romans 7 and 18, the Apostle Paul admits, For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwells no good thing. 
for to will, what I want to do, it's present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. I just don't get it. Amen. But we've just read in Psalm 107 and 1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Amen. We're not talking about us. We're talking about him. And we give thanks to the Lord for he is good. I am truly grateful for his goodness. But I have to admit that we as humans, we cannot compare with God's goodness. So that's why we need to continue to give him thanks. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Let's minister in song and give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. For he is good. For he is good. Judith McAllister. Give thanks, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, amen, for he is good, for he is worthy, he is worthy, he is worthy, hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656, amen. What do you have to be grateful for, hallelujah? We're talking about being grateful, with a grateful heart. So it's a heart of gratitude. That's what we are looking at. Amen. So our thanks, our thanks will not be what we call the perfunctory thanks, the one that we give just once and, and you know, and that's it. But it is something that continues again and again and again. Amen. I want to read Psalm 30 verses 1 to 4. From the King James Version, it's a psalm and a song at the dedication of the house of David. And it reads, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and has not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. I just read that, verse 3. Verse 4, sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Amen. I'm going to read it again from today's New International Version, and it reads, I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. 
Oh, Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, you brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing the praises, make music, celebrate in song. That's what we're talking about. Sing the praises of the Lord, you, his faithful people. Praise his holy name. Did did I hear you, his faithful people? Amen. Hallelujah. And in the King James Version, it says, um, Oh, you saints of his. Amen. Saints, godly people, holy people, pious people, merciful people, good people. Did we not say that there is no good thing in us? Hmm. But thanks be to Jesus who has made us, what? Righteous in the eyes of God. We can be called his saints. In today's New new International Version, you remember we are called his faithful people. Hmm. Did you notice also that David gave thanks at the remembrance of his holiness? of the sanctity of God, the way he looks after his servants, at the remembrance of how the Lord stepped in in a mighty way to deliver him from his enemies. Do you remember, my brothers and sisters, when the Lord stepped in in a mighty way to deliver you out of the mess you were in? Amen. Do you remember when he stepped in again and again? Did he fail you yet? So if is there a place for thanksgiving, for gratefulness in your heart? Amen. You see, the key to our grateful heart is to remember. Not just what the Lord has done for us and what we have witnessed the Lord has done for others, but to remember who he is. His holiness, his righteousness, his faithfulness. We could go on and on and on. But just remember, when you remember, my brothers and sisters, you will be forever grateful. Amen. I pray now that as we go through whatever issues we are going through, that we look back and remember God's mercy, God's grace, God's love, that we look back and we remember that he would, he would not leave us. I remember in our Remember His Promises last week, we talked about that he will never leave us nor forsake us. For that alone we need to be grateful. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So we thank you even now, Lord. Our hearts are filled with gratitude. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. We give you the praise, Lord. And we thank you. We love you, Lord. Oh, we love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to have a word of warning. I want to read from Leviticus chapter 22, verse 29. 
And it reads, when you sacrifice a thank offering to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. It's a word of warning for those of us who will offer thanks to the Lord. You see, in the Old Testament, the thank offering was something that was tangible. Today, our offering is of ourselves. We cannot come to the Lord begrudgingly or any old way. You know, there are times when we receive a gift. And especially if we don't appreciate that gift, or we don't appreciate the one who gave it, we say, thanks, because that is what is expected. But notice that God, to whom thanks is offered, he will not accept anyone whose thanks is half-hearted. Just a word of warning, amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. What is it that you, my brothers and sisters, are thankful for? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And I'm not going to say that you are not thankful for anything if you don't call, but I will say that maybe you're just sitting back and listening. Amen. And I'm saying and I'm hoping that you have a smile on your face thinking and remembering about what God has done for you and what you are thankful to him for. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, praise him, praise him, praise him. Hallelujah. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Even now, in the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's keep on going, amen, and we'll keep on talking about a grateful heart. Mm. Psalm, well, we've been doing quite a lot of psalms today, but we'll get to some others. Psalm 79, verse 13. I'm going to read both from today's New International Version and from the King James Version. It's one verse. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will praise you forever. From generation to generation, we will proclaim your praise. In the King James Version, so we, thy people and sheep of thy pasture, will give thee thanks forever. And we will show forth thy praise to all generations. Oh, hallelujah. Psalm 79, amen. Verse 13, if you're tracking it, if you're going into the scripture. You see, David, remember, David proclaimed in Psalm 23 and verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd. The apostle Paul declares in First Peter 5 and 4 that Jesus is the chief shepherd who will appear and Jesus himself think about this too Jesus himself declares in John chapter 10 verses 11 to 14 that he is the shepherd he is the good shepherd and so if we are the people of God we are his sheep see how Psalm 79 and 13 links to Psalm 23 and John 10 Amen. And First Peter 5, 
because Psalm 79 and 13 says, Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, hallelujah, oh yes, we will praise you forever. So if Jesus is the shepherd, we are his sheep. And if we are his sheep, it is our responsibility to praise him. Did you know it? To praise him forever. It's not just sometimes, but now, today, tomorrow, next week, next year, next decade, forever. We are God's people. Amen. The sheep, if we are in Christ, remember that. Remember that gratefulness is a continuous attitude for us as Christians. Our heart must be steadfast. Our heart must be unwavering. No matter what comes into our lives, into our hearts, oh, our hearts must remain grateful to God. It's not about the situations that come. It's about the one to whom we are grateful because I can take that situation and take it up to him and let him work it out. Amen. I don't need to carry that burden. It's not a burden that I need to carry and that I should carry. Why would I want to carry a burden? Oh, hallelujah. Why would I want to carry a burden when I know that the burden bearer said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. Cast your cares upon me and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest unto your souls. If he's giving me rest, oh, hallelujah, that means that I have the rest, I have the time since I'm resting to be so grateful, to remember, to go back and to think about what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done for us. Amen. So let's continue to be grateful. Amen. God bless you, Sister Minister Shirlene. It's good to to get your text. Amen, amen, and amen. And I know that you have a lot. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know you have a lot to be grateful for. Amen. Because I know that you know that you serve an awesome and mighty God. I know that you know. And that is so awesome to know that gratefulness has to just keep flowing out of us. It, it just keeps on flowing out of us. And we have a call on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. I am blessed, my sister. God bless you. And my question to you is, what are you grateful for, girl? Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. It's so much that I'm grateful. I'm grateful to even be speaking to you. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Oh, praise the Lord. My sister, I think it's 3, 13 to 15. Grateful for all things. Mm. The Lord. Amen. You might, um, do you have a radio on, sister? No, I don't. Okay. All right. Did you want to turn it on? No, 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 not at all. I thought I heard feedback, but I guess it wasn't. No. So you said Colossians? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me go there with you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And thank you for your call. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Colossians 3, 15 to 17. All righty. 
I'm almost there. You can hear my pages turning, can you? Amen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have my iPad and, you know. Well, I don't have my glass. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, and I hope this is the one, okay? Colossians 3. All righty. Um, you know what? Let me read from 12. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man had quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, also, so also do ye. And above all things, put on charity, which is love, which is the bond of perfectness. Is this what you're looking at, sister? And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 17, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Hallelujah. And that's the scripture that Sarah keeps me going. Mm. All, all things. Whatever you do in word or deed. Yes. Do it all in the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It keeps me rooted and grounded in whatever situation I'm in, I'm doing it. Whether I like doing what I'm doing or or, or I'm enjoying whatever, but I'm always thinking of doing it in the name of Christ. I'm doing it because because I'm honoring God. I'm honoring my Father. Oh, praise okay. the Lord! That's it's awesome. Word and do everything in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks to the Father. Thank you, Amen. I can I can never repay Jesus for what He's already done for me. Mm. Amen. Amen. When He was before Him, He opened out His mouth, and I have to. Keep that before me. Don't open your mouth. Mm. When you're in difficult situations. Absolutely. Don't yes. Open your mouth yes. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting because um, that particular verse when you said whatsoever you do in word or deed, mm-hmm. do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Amen. Yes. So you're still thanking God even in the midst of that difficult situation but you don't have to thank God loud, loudly as you said you know sometimes you just you, you, you've got to just go about doing what you do amen but on the inside and that's why we're talking about the grateful heart but with a heart that's grateful you can continue you I mean you can do it in silence you don't have to start waving and you know and clapping and singing oh give thanks unto the Lord (laughs) I'm not saying that you can't do that at some point in time but somebody might think that you know that you might be messing with them and you might make the situation even worse but you know, on the inside, you know who you are and you know whose you are. Amen. And your thankfulness will flow from the inside out. Oh, hallelujah. I guess that's where I wanted to go with it. 
you know, because you're doing it in deed and you're doing it in word, in your actions. And, and yes, oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Well, I tell you, my sister, please keep on doing it. Amen. Amen. Oh, Amen. yes, if yes. We say, if we keep on, as you say, keep doing it. Yes. Whatever it is, just, just keep doing it. Yes. If you don't want to do well, keep it, in, keep it in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm doing it to the honor of you. I'm glorifying you with my body, and I'm glorifying you with my mind, and I'm glorifying you with my heart. Yes. I'm doing it unto you, because if I think about it, if I think about some situations I'm in, and I, and I hear the people and the sounds and the voices around me, I wouldn't do. Amen. Because Amen. Because be outside, and, 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 and my flesh would win. My Lord. That, that I would do, I don't do it, that, that I don't want to do, I might <laughs> Yes. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, thank you, my sister. God bless you. And then as you as you go off the air, I'm going to read something that flows to this. So I hope that you'll be listening to it. Amen. God bless. Amen. I was looking at uh, a commentary. Um, this is Life in the Spirit Bible, I guess it's called. And um, in terms of that scripture that uh, Sister Brenda was just looking at, Colossians 3 and 17, whatever you do in word or deed, um, I'm, I'm reading here that the, the Bible presents general principles that permit um, spirit-led believers to determine the rightness or wrongness of actions not expressly mentioned in the Word of God. So they say, in everything that we say, do, think, or enjoy, we must ask the following questions. Can it be done to God's glory? 1 Corinthians 10.31 can it be done in the name of the Lord Jesus, asking his blessing on the activity? And they give us some references, John 14 and 13. Can it be done while sincerely giving thanks to God? And I like that, sincerely giving thanks to God. Is it a Christ-like action? First mm, John 2 and 6. Will it weaken the sincere convictions of other Christians? Lord Jesus, will it weaken my desire for intimate fellowship with Christ, God's word and prayer, Luke 8 and 14? Will it weaken or hinder my witness for Christ? There's, those are a lot of questions that we could be asking about our actions, our words and our deeds and, you know, whatever is happening around us. But and, and we may we may want to distill it and we may may want to, you know, to use one or two words. You know, is this um, even uh, Philippians 4? Is this true? Is this just? You know, is this lovely? Is this of good report? Maybe we need to do that, but let us put our actions and our deeds to the acid test and recognize that as we are doing it, as we do it to the glory of God, amen, it is with an attitude of thankfulness. It's with a grateful heart. Hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. Amen.
Blessed is gratefulness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you have that gratefulness? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And that's grateful by Hezekiah Walker. Oh, hallelujah. I, I pray that these songs uh, minister to you. Amen. Because God is giving you to listen. God is giving you to hear. God is giving you to open your ears that you may understand how, even how we need to be grateful, even why we need to be grateful. That, you know, even in the song, he says, I could go on and on and on. I'm grateful just to praise you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. My Lord. I want to touch on a question here about why should I have a grateful heart? Amen. Why should I have a grateful heart? The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. Reading from Psalm 30, verses 11 to 12. And I'm going to read two versions, the King James and the New Revised Standard Version. And it reads... Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks, hallelujah, unto thee forever. From the New Revised Standard Version, you have turned my mourning into into dancing. You have taken off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy so that my soul may praise you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Now, this is personal. Amen. Why should I have a grateful heart? It should speak to each one of our hearts or our soul, our very being. Why does the psalmist say he gave thanks and that he was grateful? God turned things around. Just as we face one crisis after another in our lives, God turns it around to dancing, to gladness, to joy, to praises. Oh, okay, the next, uh, the next one will come fairly soon. Maybe it will come a long time from now. But the point is when it comes, watch God turn it. Amen. He turned it into dancing, into gladness, joy, praises. And remember, too, that with thanks comes praise. Amen. So I am so thankful. I'm going to praise him. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm going to give him the glory. Oh, hallelujah. Give him the honor that's due. My Lord. You know, I'm going to tell a story, and I hope that my sister is is listening. Amen. The same one who called. And this was from a few years ago, but I kind of pulled it up and, and um, pulled, pulled it together, and I hope she remembers it. You see, she had entered the on-ramp on one of uh, um, our Detroit uh, freeways, and suddenly her axle broke. I hope you remember that, my sister. And get this, the car was on a recall to be serviced, and her appointment was scheduled for three days later. But God, he did not allow the incident to occur on the freeway, but close enough for her to recognize his guiding hand in her life. For the next few days, we can only shake 
our heads, my Lord. You could see the joy. You could see the gratitude. You could see that gratefulness on the inside bubbling up to her on the outside. Every once in a while, if you know her, every once in a while you would hear, ah, oh, my Lord, how awesome. You see, you know that it was because she remembered Had it not been for the Lord, she could have been on the freeway at 60 miles an hour or who knows how fast when that axle broke. Oh, goodness. Hallelujah. It would have been a total and complete disaster. That's where her gratitude comes in, her thankfulness for herself and for her daughter, who was about five years old at that time, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and she was there, she was singing, doing what five-year-olds do in the back seat. Two lives. Were they mourning? No. Hallelujah. Dancing? Oh, yeah. Gladness? Yeah. Silent? Oh, please. She would not be silent. She was telling everybody about how goodness how good God was. Anybody she could come in contact with, whether it was in in person or on the phone. Oh, hallelujah. You see, it was deep down in her soul, down to her very soul, as the New Revised Standard Version said. It was her soul that was thanking God and praising him. She couldn't keep quiet, could you? Can you, can I? Oh, God forbid. She and and her daughter, they had testified at the next Sunday service. Why is it that she was so grateful? It was at the remembrance. We're going back to the remembrance now. At the remembrance of God's personal intervention in both their lives. Amen. And we say hallelujah. And I hope that you remember that time, my sister. And I'm sure that there were other times because I know that you continually are praising the Lord. You are continually grateful, hallelujah, for the things that he's doing in your life and that he has done in your life. And I thank God for it. And I thank God for all of my brothers and sisters, even those of you that I don't know, who are continually grateful for what God has done for you. For the things, you know, this this is where we, we build up that memory bank. Amen. This is where we, we begin to look back. And all we could do sometimes is just shake our heads. Oh, shake our heads. God is so awesome. Amen. So this is the the situation that you and I work in right now. This is the attitude that we need to start to develop. But it begins with remembering. Every time the Lord has done something, please do not forget. Do not forget his goodness. He is awesome and he is mighty. Hallelujah. Just don't forget his goodness, my brothers and sisters. The number to call is area code 313 Oh, yes, my sister, she actually gave me Colossians. Yeah, three. And we read from 12 to 17. How awesome is that? So we're going to add another, 
take a look at another couple of scriptures. And then I believe what I'd like to do is to minister in song for a minute, and then we will get back into the broadcast. So let me do this. The question now is, remember, we just looked at why should I have a grateful heart, amen? Because he turned it around. He turned my mourning into dance, and he turned my situation. Sister, for my, my, my family, for Marita and, and, and uh, Dalton and Heather, oh, hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to see the Lord turning the mourning, your mourning into dancing. Oh, hallelujah. He's going to turn it around for you in the name of Jesus. And Thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. So we talked about the why. I want to touch a little on the when. When should I have this grateful heart? And we touched on it just a little bit before, but I want to to get the scriptures in so that we can continue with this discussion. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18, I'm going to read from today's New International Version. Give thanks in all circumstances. Wait a minute. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. So it's the Apostle Paul telling the Thessalonians and telling us today that when things go haywire, we should give thanks. That when our health changes, we should still give thanks. When something goes wrong in our home, we should give thanks. Finances, the earthquakes, um, tornadoes, forests, the forest fires, my Lord, floods, snowstorms. What is he saying? That we should give thanks? Well, yeah, that's what the Word of God says in all circumstances, always. You see, it may not come naturally because we focus on the circumstance. But we must, and I have to repeat it, we must practice it. Until it becomes, as we say, second nature. Until it gets down into our hearts, down into our soul, into our spirit. This is where we need to be. Whatsoever comes or threatens to come, give thanks to God. Why? Did you notice that it is God's will? It is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's his will his desire, his choice, his decree for you. I mean, you are firmly fixed in Christ Jesus. You see, if you're in Christ Jesus, you believe in him and his saving power. You have confidence that he will pull you through, that you, anything, and that you will dwell in the secret place, oh hallelujah, of the Most High. And I know it's rough when you're going through because you're looking at the situation just like Peter when he was walking on the water and he looked at the storm and he started to sink. The storm was there before. The storm was there before he even got out of the boat. He was walking on the water and even so the storm continued, but he took his eyes off Jesus. Amen. He will pull you through anything. 
you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Be thankful. Have that grateful heart. And listen and let God do the rest. Yeah, let him do the rest. He might show you what to do, how to do it. He might send someone to help you. While you're in the situation, still be thankful. Still be thankful. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, we serve an awesome God. And my brothers and sisters, hmm. All I can say is, you've got to be able to trust in the Lord. Amen. When you begin to trust him, and you're trusting him because you remember what he's done, you remember. And if you don't remember, just start reading the word. You'll find something in there that's going to show you about how grateful you should be. Amen. So, before we get on to the how do I get to this heart of gratefulness, let's be thankful. You can look back over your shoulder and see where God brought you from and say, Lord, you've been here to me. This is what you ought to do. Give back with a grateful heart. Because of what the Lord has done for me, I give thanks. I give thanks at the remembrance of what he has done for me. Amen. So we touched on, we touched on giving thanks. We looked at Psalm 107. Give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Amen. For his mercy endured forever. We talked about the key to our grateful heart is to remember not just what he has done for us and what we have witnessed the Lord has done for others, but to remember who he is, his holiness, his righteousness, his faithfulness, and we can go on and on. We had a word of warning that we can't give him a half-hearted thanks from Leviticus 22 and 29. And we understand that this heart has to be forever grateful, amen, with a grateful heart. So we ask ourselves, why should I have a grateful heart? And it's because he's turned our mourning into, oh, hallelujah, into dancing from Psalm 30 and 
11. Amen. And then we ask, when should I have a grateful heart? Well, First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, every single circumstance in the name of Jesus. But now we're going to ask this question. How do I get to this heart of gratefulness. How do I do it? You know, sometimes we, we hear we hear people tell us as Christians, you know, you've got to be thankful, you've got to be grateful, and you're thinking, how am I going to get from where I am to where I should be? Amen? So what I want to do, I want us to, to take a look at some scriptures. And as we read the scriptures that, that we, we, you know, we will find ourselves understanding just a little bit about the how. And we may find a, it seems as though we're going off in a different tangent, but watch us bring it back together. Amen. I want to read from Second Chronicles um, chapter 29, verse 31. And I'm going to read from the New International Version. And it reads, Then Hezekiah said, You have now dedicated yourselves to the Lord. Come and bring sacrifices and thank offerings to the temple of the Lord. So the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings, and all whose hearts were willing brought burnt offerings. Amen. I want to put this verse in context now and then bring it back to our hearts. You see, as uh, temple worship was being reinstituted in Jerusalem, after a long period of turning away apostasy, the king uh, Hezekiah of Judah, who as the word of God says, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, just as King David had done. He commanded the priest to offer sacrifices of bulls and rams and lambs and male goats for a sin offering for the kingdom, the sanctuary, and for Judah. He stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with musical instruments as uh, as the Lord had commanded King David through the prophet Gad and Nathan. As the priests began the burnt offerings, the Levites began to sing praises to God and play their instruments. Everyone worshipped until the burnt offering was finished. Then Hezekiah said, this is in the context now, you have now consecrated yourselves to the Lord. Come near, bring sacrifices and thank offerings to the house of the Lord. The assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings and all who were of a willing heart brought burnt offerings. Those who were of a willing heart. I want to fast forward now to today, to us. You see, because we don't need to have sin offerings of bulls and rams and lambs and male goats, Jesus made himself a sin offering for us. You see, we see in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2, that Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. He has already done it for us. So how do we bring sacrifices and thank our friends to the Lord for having sacrificed our Savior as a sin offering for us? Well, look at Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 and 2. It says, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love 
as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So as imitators, we must also present ourselves as an offering to God. Remember the slogan that, that, oh my goodness, it's been many years, but it still seems to be, it still seems to be in play today. What did Jesus do? Amen. Well, it still applies as we imitate, as we follow Christ's pattern. Did you also note that we must live in love? Amen. As, so here are the imitators again, as Christ loved us. You know his sacrifice on the cross for us, and God was well pleased. A fragrant offering, a sacrifice to God. So let us also show our love in sacrificing ourselves for our brothers and sisters. And my question is going to be, to whom have you shown the love of God and of Christ today? Hallelujah. See, that's all part of our heart of gratitude. Amen. Our grateful heart. Oh, praise the Lord. So let's get to the how. How do we do this? I'm going to quickly go through a couple of scriptures in our last five minutes of the broadcast. In Romans 12 verses 1 and 2, the Apostle Paul appeals to us from, and I'm going to read from the New Revised Standard Version. He says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Remember why we give thanks to God, because it is the will of God. Amen. The sacrifice of praise, not just our bodies, but our minds, our hearts, in not being conformed to this world and in transforming our minds to focus on the will of God. I want to take another how. I want to try to get a few hows from the scriptures in here. Amen. How can we have this 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 heart of gratitude? Listen, listen. Hebrews 13 verses 15 to 16 says, King James Version, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good? And to communicate, forget not. And you know that means remember. Amen. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. The fruit of our lips, our mouth. If our mouth is the fruit of our lips, then the seed of the fruit is sown in our heart. Before we speak these words, they proceed from our hearts. Our mouths give thanks to his name because our hearts remember his name and are grateful to him. Our mouths giving thanks to his name. Remember his name is his character. It's how we know him. Amen. And here's another how in this same verse, Hebrews thirteen fifteen to 16. 
doing good and communicating, and that is verse 16. What a sacrifice, communicating, sharing fellowship, sharing resources with our fellow believers, watching out for them, helping them, encouraging them when they are going through, reminding them of God's goodness even in their trials. Give thanks, hallelujah, to his name. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I might be able to get one more scripture in on the how because this here begins to really break it down for us. Amen. Listen, First Peter chapter 2 verses 1 to 5 tells us, Rid yourselves of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him, watch it, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Wow, this tells us so much. You see, there is something that we need to take off before we put on Christ. Amen. The garment of the world must be gotten rid of. No more backbiting, Lord. No more mess. Cleansing our hearts, becoming naked and being clothed with Jesus, with his character, with that earnest desire to learn more and more about him. Yes, he is good. Oh, hallelujah. But our willingness it has to be our willingness to be changed in our hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I know I have about 30 more seconds, but I want to ask you, wake up in the morning, thank him for allowing you to see another day. Thank him for his loving kindness. Thank him for his goodness. He's watching over you. He's protecting you. He's keeping you. Hallelujah. Remember now, tomorrow is not promised. Do it today. Do it now. Give thanks in all circumstances. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewell. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, Elder Anne-Marie Jewell, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and